This is the talk of Music City Real Estate. Welcome back to another episode of The Talk of Music City Real Estate. Where we educate and motivate all things real estate. My name is Monty Moore with Realty One Group Music City. Hey, and I'm Carrie Ann with CMG Financial and my mortgage team. Every week we'll be posting a new episode chock full of Nashville real estate value. Yes, and you can follow along and subscribe at talkmusiccity.com. Got a question for us? Ask away at questions at talkmusiccity.com. That's questions at talkmusiccity.com. Yes, and we love all their questions, don't we? We do, we do, and we want to... Uh, folks anymore and one of the reasons why we have our guest today is because we had some requests from some of the folks i love it because uh realtor safety awareness month is happening right now uh, as we speak september is that month and we're so glad to not only have jason hoover in the house but ken and alexandrov thank you alexandro i'm sorry ken i'll I'll get it eventually here welcome ken thank you ken welcome we're really excited about this because uh, I'm telling you that the world we live in today, I was just t- talking to him out, outside the door there that, my goodness, you know, unfortunately, our, our world is um, job security now for anybody who's in this kind of awareness uh, industry because of just the craziness happening out there. So you can't, and especially as an, in an industry like we are, Jason, I know you'll concur to this, that we're walking in so often with strangers and we don't know what the, you know, we have to. We're going to learn more about awareness here shortly. Before yeah, we do, let's, let, let's talk about our sponsor real quick. Yes, Carrie. we are so grateful for them. Music City Removal, they're the number one junk removal service in Nashville for residential, commercial, and construction. They're experts in ridding you of junk. Their costs include labor and dumping fees without any hidden or added expenses. So whether you need a full clean out or just one item removed, they have you covered. The Music City Removal team knows the importance of respect and trust while in someone else's home. They understand the inconvenience of junk left behind by previous homeowners and tenants and are determined to provide an affordable and customer-focused junk removal service that puts you first. For a free on-site estimate, just go to musiccityremoval.com. That's musiccityremoval.com. Yes, Music City Removal, because cluttering cute. Nor is my safety moves. (laughs) We're finding out that (laughs) your your kung fu here is not uh, kung fu enough here. Hey, you know, we have... You know, in our profession, we learn that some people think possibly, you know, just because we're real estate agents and or mortgage lenders, maybe less mortgage lenders, but they hear broker, they hear, you know, real estate agents, you know, they see dollar signs, right? And so maybe they go after not only just, you know, one um, particular, you know, female sector, maybe all just Mm -hmm. in general, right? Which you probably see. So, you know, we go to these safety classes and I feel all confident and, you know, I'm ready to show my moves, you know, and Ken was sharing with me today that no matter how well we are in our moves, unless we do it on a regular basis, right? Um, just taking that one class probably is not going to to save us. So learning awareness, which I love, um, is what we're going to talk about today. So that's huge. So welcome, Ken. Thank you. Thanks for having Ken, me. Ken, I'd, I'd really like to, if you don't mind, we didn't talk about this ahead of time, but you know, I, I have a conviction that people have to believe the messenger before the message matters. And, and rather than ask you about Ken, do you mind if I read your a little bit of a bio here? Do you mind if sure. I do that? Make sure you say his last name right, though. Well, it's <laughs> Alexandro. I can do it now. I can see it. It's Alexandro. <laughs> so, founder of Agape Tactical, spent 26 years serving the citizens of Middle Tennessee as a career poli- I started to say political. I'm sorry. 
Uh, uh, we're not going uh, there today. <laughs> it is Monty Moore, a, but we are not going there today. As a career police officer, <laughs> thank you, sir, for your service. I really mean yes. that with all my heart. 26 years. Wow. I believe there's a special place in heaven for police officers like nurses. You know, I don't get it, but thank you so much for doing that. He graduated from the University of Tennessee in Knoxville in 1991 with a Bachelor of Arts degree in political science. He began his law enforcement career as a patrol officer and then was appointed to the Metro uh, Nashville Police Academy as a confrontation management and firearms instructor. This guy's been instructing for a while. Mm. Next, he was selected as to serve on the FBI Violent Crimes Task Force. Man, you've seen some stuff, haven't you? Yes, sir. Holy cow. Um, he conduct, he con- concluded his career as a field training officer where he had the opportunity to survive, survive I'm sorry, asking me to rinse, uh, read something, which I asked myself, you know, it's just, it's always You're doing tricky. great. Keep it up. He concluded his, his career as a field training officer where he had the opportunity to sur- supervise and train new police officers on how to apply their aca- academy knowledge to real life situations on the street. So key. And that's really what this is about is, you know, the, the classes I'm looking forward to ch- connecting with Ken is that, about that real life part. Since 1998, Ken has taught active killer response, personal protection, handgun carry permit, and advanced handgun rifle and shotgun classes to provide pr- private citizens. He specializes in helping schools, businesses, and religious organizations develop plan plans for providing safe learning, working and worshiping environment for their employees, members, and guests. He has trained numerous church safety security teams around the country. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today, Ken. I'm I'm really excited to have you on here. Uh, Again, we live in a world that uh, I don't think anyone can be more, you know, more aware of the need for safety than, than we live in today. You know, it amazes me in your industry, or it used to be, and I, I, uh, I don't know if they still do it, but do agents still pick people up and put them in their cars and drive them to locations? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you go to a supermarket and you see all the, the business cards on the, on the wall and the, yeah. the best picture you've ever taken of yourself. And, mm-hmm. and then with your cell phone number, um, mm-hmm. and then someone calls you who mm-hmm. you don't know mm-hmm. and says, Hey, I want to see a house in some location. Uh, and you meet at some location and they, get in the back of your car, they get in the car or the front seat with you, and you drive them out to the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. That has got to be a scary uh, situation. We think. And people do it all the time. Mm-hmm. People do it all the time. We are trying to discourage folks from doing that without, yeah. um, you know, without somebody there being there with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jason, you want to address you know, how, our, well, how we try to approach that, that thought? Yeah, absolutely. We, um, we encourage uh, to partner up with other agents or if it's your spouse, um, you know, even you know, my wife, you know, is an agent. We have another agent on our team that's a, um, a younger female. And, you know, it's uh, we encourage to be aware mm-hmm. for one is to know your surroundings and just uh, be be smart about the decisions you make. And even now, whenever, you know, Mindy gets one that needs to go out like to, you know, out in um, what's King Kingston Springs, yeah, Kingston yeah. Springs, yeah, out there, mm-hmm. or even around, I still will go with her. And, um, you know, I we have our, um, or at least I have my carry permit, sure. And I'll even carry, it's just, you know, you've got to, got to be careful. You know, you never, it, no matter how great they talk and how much you think you know them, you just got to be careful. You know, a couple of things we recommend is, is first, meet them at the office, 
And when they're at the office, there's a vetting process. Yeah. Have them give their driver's license to your receptionist. Have them make a photocopy of that driver's license, put it in the file. People are less apt to, to commit a crime if you know who they are. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing is if you, uh, when you do leave, make sure that someone, if, if you're not going to take somebody with you, because uh, one of the, when I do these seminars, uh, one of the responses that I get is, well, if you take somebody with you, then you've got to sh- uh, share the commission. <laughs> and, 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 you know, and we're laughing about that, right. but, but to some people, the, the, they're doing it for the, for the money, sure. right? Yeah. And one and a half percent is a lot of money for them to just get in your car with you or whatever sure. your, your deal is. Sure. So um, people will take that risk and, and, and make that split second judgment, say, oh, it'll be okay, mm-hmm. you know, and then take them by themselves. But then if, you, if you're going to do that, at least have someone at the office calling you every 10 minutes, mm-hmm. seeing how you're doing. And if, they, if you don't pick up the um, phone or if you give a response, uh, a, a pre-planned response, that you're in trouble. But, but you don't say, I'm in trouble. Right. You say mistletoe. Yeah. Or, or uh, get Mr. Davis's file. Right. You know, that would be you know, the word. S- something, yeah, the, something that will not alar- alarm someone, but, but at least it'll let the person know that is the key word to get somebody out here now. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, it's so key what you said in your um, bio there, you know. We learn all the fundamentals, all the things that we're supposed to learn, book smart, right? But mm-hmm. we, you know, it, we have to learn to put it in the dance. We know the dance moves, mm-hmm. but we got to put it all together, right? We've got to actually implement it in our every day. Mm-hmm. It's great that I took the class, got the certificate, but I never used any bit of it, you know? Um, even when you're, you know, single as a, a female walking in the dark, you know, there's cer- certain protocols we're supposed to, you know, follow. You should, you know, always park your car under a light for a reason. You know, even if it's daylight right now, I look for, you know, a light to make sure if I know I'm going to come back to the car in the dark. So all those little things are super key. But sometimes we forget the obvious. We just assume that um, and we're so naive and possibly, you know, gullible to the whole concept that you're a nice guy. You look like a nice yeah. gal. Like, I'm just assuming you're nice. You know, we just forget that. Um, and it's you hard know, to do. Because it all comes we, in different phases. We naturally want to feel that people are, are kind, genuine. Are yeah. Genuine yeah. And, and they are. They are. It's just those select few that are not that runs it for everybody. Well, mm-hmm. here's what psychologists say. They say when you, because you're good people, okay, uh, when you see a person or you see a situation, we always acquiesce it to the positive versus the negative. Mm-hmm. And, and that can get us in a lot of trouble. Mm. So, True. As, you know, so uh, and, and I always give the the example of of, uh, of homeless. You know, I'm not I'm not mad at the homeless. Uh, if someone is hungry, I'll buy them a meal. But the the truth is, the services that Nashville gives you, there's no reason to be homeless unless you're a drug addict. Mm-hmm. And if you're a drug addict, uh, then you're probably a criminal, mm-hmm. right? So why would you roll down your window to hand someone uh, or give them access to you to hand them something to to continue that that addiction? As a, you know, uh, so uh, because our, again we see them and we acquiesce. Oh, I, I feel so bad, and you sh- you can feel bad, but the reality is, are they safe for me and my family if I roll down the window and give them access to my car? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I mean, th- these are things to, to think about. So we're in Safety Awareness Month for real estate. Yes, that's mm-hmm. the title. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's talk about things that we can use to create, um, you said something before the show, conflict awareness. You said like, you said a sentence. What was that sentence? Every conflict you can avoid, you win 100% of the time. Listen, every conflict we can avoid, we win 100%. I like to win. That's deep. Yeah. I like to win. So instead of you going into your, your, um, karate kid uh, stance, 
you were supposed to turn around and head for it, hit the hills, right? Mm-hmm. Can yeah, you run or into your head? Can there's you run certain things, <laughs> or there's certain moves you would recommend, or certain things to say, or just start running. Well, what would there's, you there, recommend? There, there, there's no, there's no cowardice in running. There, right, there just isn't. You know, now uh, there's situations where you can't run, like maybe you have children, or you can't leave them. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but you had mentioned something about always park your car under a light and things like that. I would go one step further. Uh, uh, one of the the best things a female can do to stay safe, or anybody can do to stay safe, is learn to back your car into a parking space. Mm-hmm. If you back in, they can't sneak up behind you. You know, and according to um, uh, accident insurance records, uh, insurance um, records of America, eighty percent of all accidents are happen uh, happen occur in a parking lot, and it's two people backing or somebody backing into somebody else. Mm-hmm. So if you learn to back your vehicle in. And then when it's time to go, you're actually pulling straight out. Less opt to, uh, to mm-hmm. less opportunity for you to wreck your car, or zero chance for somebody to sneak up behind you because they're facing you. My wife even backs up into our garage. Hmm. So. A, 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 an officer shared something with me way back. Actually, I was a, a teenager, and I still do this today. Is that he took in? Uh, he said that you always leave a car length between you and the next person, like at a stoplight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That way, if somebody did come up, you are able to punch it and get out of the way, or if you know emergency or whatever, you can get out because if you if you back move in. up like mm-hmm. most people do, you have nowhere to go. Sure, uh, and and uh, so that he's one hundred percent correct. What I tell people is, I want to see the tires uh, of the car in front of me touching the, the the road. Yeah, and if and if I can see the tires, that's approximately the length of a uh, yeah. car length. Yeah. Well, that's good to know. That's so good. now I, and I'm still surprised we put people in our cars. I, I wouldn't do that. Um, and, and I'll say, you know, like with Mandy, they typically don't unless they've already have been working with them. Um, I got him. Yeah. And I would feel weird to be in your car. Yeah. Leaning as a controller. I mean, not saying on the opposite side of safety too, right? Mm-hmm. Meaning I wouldn't want to be where I can't get out of something, you know, so the flip side of it. But so now we're at open houses. We've talked about this in the past. You know, do you recommend, I know you probably talk about making sure we are um, safe within, you know, our environment. What would you recommend? So Agape Tactical actually has five CE accredited classes for um, real estate agents throughout the state of Tennessee. Amazing. Five. One of them uh, is a, a open house safety. Right, and then we have go all the way up to a four-hour CE credit class, which is hand-to-hand. You know, mm. we we it's self-defense for realtors. Mm. But and that's a physical class. But the um, for, so for example, for realtor safety, first thing I would do is I'll, if I could have somebody with me, I'd have somebody with me. Um, but uh, and what I tell them is, um, if you work with a lender, right, uh, and you have a relationship with a lender, ask the lender to go with you, because mm-hmm. right there when people come in. The lender is already on site that they can start working. If they're interested in the home, mm-hmm. you find out, do they even qualify? Or you can start getting preliminary information. And that's just getting the lender business. Mm-hmm. Um, and and uh, when I've done these and I've had lenders in the audience, every one of them said, yeah, I'd go. You know, why would you pass them an opportunity to, to, to have some Unless business? you have an eight-year-old and only have 48 hours in one week to be <laughs> with her. So I'm not able to do that. But I'm always about no, providing providing people, right? safety. I think that's super key. So, sure, yes, yeah. somebody that could, you know, could be there um, that could, you know, provide provide that extra layer, sure. you know, of safety. What are some other um, so conflict? Always go to the, uh, uh, I, I know they go to the house early. So if it's a two, two to four open house, mm-hmm. be there at one thirty. First thing you do is you unlock the back door. Mm-hmm. You have to have an avenue of escape. Okay, so unlock the back door and keep yourself between the uh, uh, front door and the back door. Just keep yourself somewhere where you have access to an to a uh, to, to an escape route. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, 
when the people come in to look at the home, you can introduce yourself, talk about the home, and let them walk through. Uh, if it, now, it's a family. Here it is. The situation will always dictate the tactics. If you've got a family of people and you want to walk through the house and answer questions, the, the, there are safety in numbers, right? Mm-hmm. But if you have a, a single individual, a male individual, or better yet, if you just get the creeper factor, right? Um, uh, uh, women have a, a creeper factor that men only wish they had. You, you can sense something's wrong where we just think, oh, yeah, what a jerk, right? But, but you understand just something's not right. Uh, if you get that, absolutely do not, do not follow that person or, or take them through the house. Um, avoid dumb questions like, hey, what's back here? Can you show me? Well, no, you go look, mm-hmm. right? People will draw you back if, if the house is empty and, and the only two, there's only two of you in the residence. If they try to draw you into a room, that, that's a ploy. Mm-hmm. Just let them go look through the house, and, and then they can come back and ask you questions. Um, another thing is hide weapons that, that are re- readily accessible that the homeowners left behind, like a butcher block. Put it up underneath the counter. Put it away in a cabinet. Don't, don't give someone who's unarmed, give them an opportunity to grab something that can hurt you, that he can hurt you with. Mm, mm. That's smart. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, ring, the ring, yeah. the doorbell, whatever, mm-hmm. is really popular right sure. now. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't I want to share with everybody that we're recording, you know, all entries or something just to, similar to, I'm taking your photo, I don't know, is that good, bad, or different? Will you do it consistently? Chances, well, chances. I would, but you well, know. you're just what, saying what, what, share that hey, you you, you may be first. under surveillance, you know, as they come in. But are they, but are they in the house? Is there a ring in the house? You know, is there surveillance in the home? Uh, people can look at the doorknob. Professionals are going to look at the doorknob and say, oh, they got my picture. They're already going to know it's there, whether you say it or not. People who don't have ill intent aren't going to care. Mm-hmm. Or somebody referenced like set up a webcam, you know, for your own safety. I don't know. Well, you could, or you can just take your phone, put it in your pocket, and leave it on uh, record. You know. Uh, um, hmm. You I not think about that. That's th- something good. Those mm-hmm. things are, are, are pe- do people have access to where? I mean, <clears throat> what we try to teach is something that people are, have readily available, not go out and purchase things. Right. Uh, and then yeah. they have to come and set them up. And what if they don't have internet in that, in that house? How are they going to set up a webcam? Right. So they, what do you recommend? My pen? What do you recommend? So, uh, we call them force multipliers, um, things that you would normally have uh, on you. See, the, everybody has the greatest weapon, and that's their brain. Okay. Okay. The, everything else is just a tool. For example, if I took my firearm and I laid it on the table and nobody touched it, it would never go off. It's a tool. It's not a weapon until someone picks it up and turns it and weaponizes it. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? This pen, it's a tool that I can sign contracts with, or you can sell homes mm-hmm. with, or you can write down phone names and phone numbers, but held correctly... Um, and used correctly, it'll put a bunch of holes in somebody and you, you drive it through the eye socket into the back of the brain and they don't bother you anymore. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 but it's a tool. Right. They should learn to weaponize. But, you know, I saw that you quivered, but let me ask you. Do you quiver about poking somebody in the eye or, do you quiver, or, or, or are you more concerned about what they're going to do to you after they're done? Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, so you have to get past the, that whole mental thing. What, what, am I, what am I willing to do to survive? So you have to, you mm-hmm. have, you have to decide that before that incident ever happens. Mm-hmm. That needs to be decided today for tomorrow's open house. Mm-hmm. That's part of your awareness coaching, isn't it? It is. Really. It is. Mm-hmm. That's where it starts, probably. Right. Absolutely. You know, 90% of Americans live in what we call condition code white. They're, com- they're relaxed but completely unaware mm-hmm. of who's around us. Mm-hmm. These, these wonderful – so I was, I was speaking at a conference in Houston three weeks ago, and I got to tour NASA, and that was one of the most amazing things I've ever done. And um, the, uh, the, the tour guide was telling us these, these phones ha- that we have now could have – Com- done all the controls and uh, that 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 
those 30 people that compute. Th this could have launched the first spaceship in, uh, or the first rocket in the wow. 60s. Mm -hmm. This wow. one, but here's the problem with this. These computers that are so great and make our lives so convenient have caused our country to go into an acute case of anal cranial insertion. Why? Because we're walking around like this all day. <laughs> okay. We don't pay attention to what's around wow. us. Mm -hmm. You know, and, mm -hmm. and uh, um, I edited that for radio. But um, uh, I, I had an opportunity to, to interview seven rapists at Turn Prison. And I asked them, what do you look for in a victim? And they said the number one, first of all, they, they look for victims in what they call places of transition. When you walk out of a, 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 a building or a store or, or a, a restaurant, someplace where you're safe, and you mm -hmm. walk into the unknown, the parking lot, mm -hmm. th that's where they're looking for you. And yes, they are looking for specific people. Mm -hmm. And it has nothing to do with how you look as far as beauty. It, it, it is, are you paying attention? Mm -hmm. Because their, their MO is, is they don't want to spend more than 90 seconds with you. They want to push you down between two cars, they're face down from behind, and they're gone in 90 seconds and you've never seen them. So the first thing you do when you walk out of those doors is if you don't have your phone in your hand and you look left and you look right and you're, and you're actually looking for something, for an anomaly, right? Mm -hmm. And they go into the impression, dang, she's just identified us. She's no longer an attractive victim. Mm -hmm. That's what they say, not what I say. It's the bad people who are looking for you. That's what they say. Mm -hmm. So how important is that next text or that next phone number or that email? Is it more important than you get into your vehicle safe? Well, and sometimes we think we're safe in our neighborhoods. I mean, I was in a neighborhood that many of us know about, and there was more criminal people going into cars and, I mean, mm. things that were happening in the neighborhood, you know? Mm. And you go, how is that happening in our neighborhood? Well, they were coming off of a certain interstate, running and gunning, you know? I mean, so they... Anybody, it can happen anywhere is what we're saying. We have yeah. to be, um, even if you're coming out of an open house in the wintertime during the darkness, you know, you should go with somebody to your car if there's somebody available, right? You should just be thinking two steps ahead. Mm -hmm. One of the biggest m mindset mistakes we make is we move to Williamson County because there's a cloud of security in Williamson County, right? Well, when they're done rape robbing and pillaging the projects and they got nothing else left to steal, where are they going to go? Where the money's at. Well, look at Cool Springs Mall. Yeah. Mm -hmm. My wife won't shop there anymore because of all the shoplifting and the theft and the, and the assaults. It's turning into what um, Opry Mills or what Antioch, Hickory Hollow Mall was before it closed down. Wow. You know, that's in the middle of our town. Wow. Hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. Back to Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of crazy. But, so, you know, there's awareness is the key word here, right? Sure. Didn't Being you have aware. something happen to you, Carrie Andy, or is that you'd rather not talk about that? Because you, you could relate to that transition thing, weren't you? Oh, I got robbed at the Babies R Us down there um, when it was in... Um, On Nolan's Road. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Back in the day. And my little one was in a baby car seat. And I wasn't thinking. I opened my door. They thought it was a iPad um, and I opened my front door. Then I was putting Aubrey in the back seat. Um, and so they came in to grab all the stuff. And literally, I did the wrong thing because I thought they took my entire life. Like, I thought they grabbed my purse, and, which I shouldn't have done that. So lesson learned, don't do what I did. But I, I ran after them. You know, that was not a good idea. Um, but I never felt so... I mean, I just was shaking, you know, and... Um, you were a victim. I was totally a victim. And you'd go, you're at a baby's R.S. where mm. you take mm. your baby, you know, like mm. you're supposed to be safe for what we think, you know, we are to be. Um, and they just came in that parking lot and the plan was to leave or whatever. So, um, but it can happen to anybody and to any one of us, you know. Sure. Um, 
And I also was sharing earlier that, you know, I've been to all the classes. I've been to all the safety classes, you know, about how I was going to use, you know, all these moves I learned and the drops and the this is and the flips and the, you know, you know, elbow moves, et cetera. And then to find out, you know, you go home and you ask a friend of yours, you know, or a spouse to, you know, okay, try, take me down, you know, and they take you down with their pinky, you know, and then you're like, what was all that for, you know, type of thing. Yeah. You're right. At the end of it, um, you know, trying to be a superhero or warrior woman or whatever may not be the right move. You know, maybe focus well, on still your the awareness. awareness value factor. And then what he said at the very beginning, there's no loss in, in heading the other direction, you know? Yeah. If, if you have that option. You know, but and possibly, awareness. you know, I talk with my, my pen in my hand all the time. Why mm. would, you, you know, like, like you're saying, use tools that could help you possibly in a setting that you wouldn't normally think about, mm -hmm. you know, using later. Mm -hmm. um, keeping film of people's faces, you know, I think that's important too. If for some reason something does, you know, does happen, but. What other secret, sa uh, secret safety measures can you share with us, Kim? that just come to mind from a real estate standpoint well uh always let them lead into the house you never lead them never turn your back to them mm -hmm. always let them lead let them go into the rooms first um open the door let them walk something i've noticed on uh h uh hgtv what they're doing what are the real estate agents what are they doing now going in the house come back and talk to me out here later mm -hmm. right they're not even following me in the home mm -hmm. and whether they whether they're doing it for filming purposes or or uh, uh so that people can talk freely in the house with a camera crew like they would talk freely with a camera crew <laughs> but um whether they know it or not they're promoting safety to the realtors mm -hmm. good point what's what's wrong with you staying at the front yeah uh, i've sidewalk? never i've never felt like the realtor needed to show and this is the kitchen yeah and this is the master bedroom i never understood that part anyhow i mean it's good to see the house but you're right well you do it for customer service you want it, the, the agent wants to be there to answer all questions sure, right sure um but again, if, if there's any question on, on who the clientele is or, or your comfort level with clientele, you stay outside, mm -hmm. send them in, and come on out, and we'll answer all your questions. Mm -hmm. Or again, do that, a that, personality and or background yeah. check before you take them there. <laughs> yeah, but how many do that? Right, I mean, and sometimes I say that's what I need to do before we take applications, you know, on mortgages too, sometimes too funny. But being aware of our surroundings, being aware of... You know, that smiley face just might be that, you know, there might be something more mm -hmm. behind. Um, and we've seen it. You know, I watched a Dateline the other day and I was just like, that could have been me. You know, meaning like it just, yeah. you know, the, you see these stories and you just don't relate until it, it's, it gets closer and closer to, you know, your everyday. So being safe, safety or focusing on our safety and our awareness is so key, especially. So, so well, remember, don't be, don't be lulled when you have a couple. Because the lady in Arkansas mm -hmm. that was killed, it was a man and woman. Right. Mm. It was a couple. Right. So, so it, again, if uh, just because it's a couple doesn't mean, well, I'm safe now. Right. Mm. It, it, right. But, but you, you still have to um, uh, trust your intuition, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and still have all those safety protocols in place where, you know, their licenses. Or, listen, maybe if they're meeting you at a location and they haven't had a chance to go to the office, say, I need your driver's license, take a picture of it, and email it to the office. Mm -hmm. So we always have to have a record of, of who, we, uh, right. who we deal with. You know, when you're looking at the license, is it their picture? Is it the name that they gave you? That would be a clue. Mm -hmm. If I said my name's John Smith and you pull out my license and it's Ken Alexandro, those don't match up. Why would mm. I be lying to you? Mm-hmm. So little things you can do huge 
so so Ken, you know, I'll never forget uh, about five years ago, you you came in and taught uh, our team a, a class, and it was so. I mean, I know that this isn't just about gun safety; this is about realtor safety here today. But you know, one step if if somebody uh, hasn't gotten, you know. Equipped with some mace or something, some way that another another route is to have, uh, you know, be, is to be armed. And I was shocked in that initial conversation from you, how lulled at that point in time I had become to think that if I was in a situation, I know this is a, not on topic, but if I was in that uh, situation where I needed, I needed help, that I've always thought that you just hit nine one one and some help will come. Mm-hmm. And that was such an eye-opener to find out that if that's who you're counting on saving you for the day, you it may not, probably won't happen. Yeah, we, we've titled a few of our seminars and classes, uh, uh, Be an Active Participant in Your Own Survival. Be an Active Participant right. in Your Own Survival. Because, now remember, I was a career police officer. Right. And, and I love my job. I, I've got no regrets. Um, I, I got to train some amazing people. And, and again, I, I had a wonderful career. But... The average response time around the nation, not just Nashville or, or Franklin, but around the nation is, is, 12, is 9 to 12 minutes. That's code 3, running lights and sirens. Mm-hmm. Think of the reality. The reality is you first have to dial 911. Mm-hmm. And you're not speaking directly usually to a dispatcher. You're taking a call taker. Mm-hmm. They're asking you two pages worth of questions. Then once they're done, they send that to the, call, the, the dispatcher. The dispatcher then has to find a car available. Then if, if the car's not on your street, or maybe they're in the map go and the stop and rob, uh, flirting with the, the, the convenience store clerk. Um, uh, they've got to get into their car, look up the address if they don't know it, mm-hmm. and then they've got to respond. Mm-hmm. All of that takes time. Mm-hmm. A lot can happen time in 12 minutes. Time. You don't have time. Mm-hmm. You know, if you think about mm-hmm. nationally, 70% of all active shooter events are over in less than five minutes. Mm-hmm. And, and, wow. and, you know, so... Um, so what does be an active participant in your own survival means? It means, so you said you have children, right? Mm-hmm. One. And I know you, you have a significant other, yes? Mm-hmm. Okay. When you put them to bed, when you put your child to bed, and when you guys are asleep and, and it's 3 o'clock in the morning and the door gets kicked in, whose responsibility is it to protect your child? Is it, is it yours or is it your neighbor's or is it the police department's? Whose responsibility is it? Mm. See, we, we don't know. It, it, it's our responsibility. Likewise, have you ever, how old's your daughter? Eight. Have you taught her, is she on the second floor or first floor? Well, this is recorded, so we don't okay, tell. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> so let's give it an example. Is better on my awareness? Yeah, perfect. <laughs> good so, job, good job. Plus? So Proud of you. Let's, You're asking way too many personal questions. <laughs> all right, so let's, um, for example, let's just say um, my, uh, 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 a, a person has a daughter or a child on the second floor. Mm-hmm. Have they taught them how to, if a fire, a fire breaks out. And we're, getting, we're going to be approaching winter, right? And every day there's a fire somewhere in Nashville or in sure. Franklin, right? That's very common. More common than a shooting. Fires, okay? Have you taught your family, if, 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 if you can't get to your children or child, do they know how to open a window? Do they know how to climb down from that window? Uh, or, or is there a tree to jump to? Or is there a roof to get onto? Or is there a, have you given them a rope? Uh, or, or are they going to wait there mm-hmm. until mommy and daddy come get them? And if they have... Might they die of smoke inhalation? Mm-hmm. And then whose who's responsibility is that? It's not the fire department. It's yours. Mm-hmm. So, so training and safety and all of this stuff is far surpasses gun training. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What happens in my home, it's my responsibility. Whether it's fire, whether someone breaks in, it's your responsibility. 
So if you're not a gun person, what do you have? If, if someone break kicks in that door, you have seconds before they're on top of you. Seconds. Where's your gun? Where's your shotgun? Where, if, you don't, if you're not a weapons person, what tool do you have to protect yourself? Because mm-hmm. you've already said this stuff doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and for those people who aren't, who aren't firearms people, get a can of wasp spray. It shoots 35 feet in a straight line. It's alcohol-based. So it'll temporarily blind somebody. And if you really want to piss them off, get a lighter. Now you got a flamethrower. <laughs> <laughs> you know? but, but have you, have you at least thought about, and it's not paranoia. It's a plan. That's right, all it is. Right, yeah. It's a plan. Mm-hmm. I love, yeah, that's really good to know, for sure. And you talked about, you know, right now, I think Tennessee law doesn't require us to take a class anymore to mm-hmm. carry. Is that true? Sure. It's, it's not constitutional carry. It's permitless carry. Big difference. But, but you know, people who, um, who, are, who are all excited about not having to take a class, just, just remember, people, that you are still responsible for knowing what the law is. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if you make a mistake, you're still going to be arrested or you're mm-hmm. still going to be sued civilly. Mm-hmm. So... The liability continue. You're actually putting yourself and your family at great financial risk by screwing up if you don't take a class and learn the law. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody should sure. should take a class for sure. You know, and and protect yourself, like you're saying. I think mm-hmm. that's really really important. Well, I can tell you, I'm really looking forward to the class that we're having here in a few weeks um, at Realty One Group. Uh, Ken, I'm really looking forward to creating additional awareness uh, from you to them because we really, Kelly and I really took care and jason care about the you know the the safety of our agents all you know we're always trying to create that awareness without you know crying wolf too much but they're just in this world it's just i mean it just you can't be too cautious is what my understanding is i mean what is yours in that topic um that the last fbi statistic said and the last one was done in 2018 um uh, every 26 seconds, someone is a victim of a violent crime in our nation. Mm-hmm. 26 seconds? Every 26 wow. seconds, someone in our country is victimized by violent crime. Mm-hmm. And that's a three-year-old stat. And as we wow. know, it's only gotten more it's violent, got, yeah, it's gotten especially worse. with defund the police. And, and, uh, um, and I will tell you, your law enforcement um, is 100%, 100% reactive right now. I, I'm, I still am in tune with, with the guys that I worked with, and mm-hmm. I talk to them weekly. Mm-hmm. And... Um, um, n- because of uh, what society has created, right? Not everybody, but what, what the, the, the atmosphere, the culture that society has created, people aren't going to, the, the officers aren't going to be proactive like we used to be. So when I policed, if I saw a car uh, that didn't fit a neighborhood, mm-hmm. and it didn't matter, listen, it doesn't matter what color somebody is driving the car. Mm-hmm. It's a matter of, it's, it's, a, it's, it's not criminal, pro, it's, not, it's not racial profiling, it's called criminal profiling. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't look right, if it looks like a duck and it walks like a duck, it's a duck. Mm-hmm. And, and that, if it draws our attention, if it committed a violation, we'll stop it, we'll interview, we'll investigate, and maybe if they have warrants, lock them up, but we keep them out of the neighborhoods, mm-hmm. right? Well now, because people are, are, are uh, um, persecuting officers for being proactive and trying to help you, and they're 100% reactive, which just simply means they're gonna, they're gonna, they, people are going to victimize you, and then we're going to take the report after the fact so your insurance company can make you whole. All the more that you have to be an active participant in your own survival because law enforcement is not going to be there right now in mm. a timely event. You know, this is such a painful topic, Sad. and I think, I think our natural you know, is like, ah, I don't want to hear this, you know, I don't want to hear this, but we really do want to hear this, and thank you for sharing this today. This is so critical. Um, Jason, any other questions that you have for him? I mean, I, I, I know we could go all day on yeah. this because yeah. it is so, it's so critical. I, I can't wait, Ken. I cannot wait for you to get in front of our 
team and share with them the things some of the things that you shared with us a few years back because uh, again and i'm and i and i'm going to encourage those who have carry permits that's not the point the point is to have a refresher course mm -hmm. of the world we live in mm -hmm. and you've seen you've seen it's you know it's, well, it's so easy for all of us to fall off you know i mean yeah. get back to our everyday what we do yeah. you know really but to be we become so numb reminded. until there's an emergency you know yeah and and it's grateful that we have a full month of real estate you know safety and awareness i think that's super key so thank you again ken for being sure. here bringing awareness back to to our everyday um i've taken some notes i've got some ideas um and and how i'm going to use this pen watch out so, Lonnie. so ken how do how do people get a hold of you that want you know whether there be churches or businesses or the, the various protocols that you're helping serve uh, how do they get a hold of you well our website is agapetactical.com um they can reach us uh, info at agapetactical.com mm -hmm. my my if they go to the website my number's on there and they can just reach me and, and we'll um, um get them plugged into whatever class they need just just remember having your permit is having a gun doesn't make you a gunfighter no mm -hmm. right me uh me, me buying, buying a violin is not going to make me a, a violinist no, can right. you? And, You've got and, to practice. And on that topic, can you go real quickly over the things that you do provide? Because I, after talking with your guy at, the other day, there was a reminder, and it was so wild that I've been looking for something, just hadn't you know consciously gone after a trainer, and I didn't know that you were still in the business, and happened to cross paths with one of your one of your guys, and uh, he started saying some of the things that you guys do. Can you give us a quick summary of what things because? Though this may not resonate with somebody, you know, how to handle a gun, there's a whole lot of other things that, that could. Sure, we do. Uh, the biggest thing we do is security vulnerability assessments. We go into businesses, we go into churches and, and schools, and, and we tell, we look at where they're vulnerable. And then we, we suggest, you know, uh, the, the remedies for their vulnerabilities, and, and it's up to them to decide what can they do. And, mm -hmm. and most of our recommendations are usually free, like lock a door, mm -hmm. you know. Um, uh, so assessments are, are the biggest things we do, but then we do uh, self-defense seminars for men and women, uh, handgun carry classes, uh, but tactical classes is where we, we really want people to be in hand-to-hand um, uh, uh, -hand. Um, mm -hmm. it, it's called the force continuum. We want multiple tools for your toolbox. Mm -hmm. You know, if a gun is the only thing you have and someone startles you, right, or scares you, and you draw your gun and you shoot, you know, you can't shoot someone for scaring you. You're going right. to you're gonna go to prison, right? Right. But if you know how to use your hands or, you know, if you have a chemical spray or you have your keys or something that you can use to defend yourself or just keep away or just be aware enough to, to run, nothing, there's no cowardice in running, mm -hmm. right? Um, you have multiple tools to use in a confrontation. So that's our goal is to, uh, we want to empower people. Mm -hmm. There's two types of training. There's theoretical training and there's practical training. The problem with a lot of teachings, right, and especially online teaching or seminar-based teaching is it's 100% theoretical, mm -hmm. which means it looks good on paper. Mm -hmm. but yeah, that'll work. Just like you, you, you try it, had somebody, had, had a roommate try it, right? And they, they turned you into a, a little ball. Mm -hmm. When we train, because we understand what stress does to the body mm -hmm. and what neuroepinephrine does when it's released, and that's when you're scared. Mm -hmm. um, all of our trainings end with some type of stress inoculated. So our, our self-defense classes, um, we, we wear a padded suit, and we let you attack us at 110%. And we, we fight you. Because we want your first fight to, to not be for real. Mm -hmm. We want you to have experienced and what stress does. Mm -hmm. uh, on the gun range, there's, there's classes where we, you, you'll fire when your heart rate is above 165 beats a minute. Right to see what does stress do to me mm. in real life. So wow. that's that's practical training, and mm -hmm. that's, that's where we want stuff. people to be. Mm -hmm. okay. Good stuff. 
That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Great stuff. Well, thank you again. Thank you, Karen. And we really man. appreciate is, you and that. everybody out there. Be Agape safe. Tactical. Um, and think of awareness this month. We appreciate you always listening to us. We'll be back. You've been listening to the talk of Music City Real Estate.